We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Week 6 Best NFL Bets. We're going to go through the gold, the silver, and the bronze picks of the week. Remember to smash the like button, sub to Mayo Media Network, okay? We're almost at 30,000 subs. We'd like to get there sooner rather than later. So if you have not subbed yet, please do that in the comment section. Please give me your single favorite bet of the week. Could be a prop, could be a side, could be a total, could be a spread, could be a money line. I don't care what it is. You give me your best bet. All lines will be coming from DraftKings Sportsbook as we talk through this today. Additionally, subscribe to the newsletter. There's one coming out on Saturday with more game info, with more stats, with more contests, with more giveaways, tons of that stuff. And the Listener's League link is in the description. If you enjoy this show, on the audio version rate review and subscribe on apple or spotify to help us go up in the charts because that would be very nice rob pizzola from betstamp is here my man bad week week five you're gonna get it back this week or what uh i mean i hope so it's pretty the nfl's so random that i I can never guarantee anything i hope so i mean i I like some of the picks i'm making this week uh that's not to say i didn't like the ones from last week but uh you know what these end games look like in the in the NFL, Pat. Like we're you know we're midway through the fourth quarter. The picks could all win, they could all lose, and then they just end up all losing because you know you got a Cincinnati kicker who thinks he's he's hit a field goal and he didn't, and uh, there's a bunch of stuff that happens let's, in the let's NFL. Call it out for what it is. Let's call it out for what it is, Mayo. It seems like we always talk about these Mexican soap operas and stuff, and you know nothing happens, and at the end, slap in the face, another chick puts a knife in the guy's back. It's like ooh, oh, all of a sudden, here we go. Here comes the entertainment. I'm almost gonna say this. It feels, I know, it feels like we're playing with a script. If you've been betting long enough, you just watch these games. Oh, when's the pass interference coming? Oh, here comes a crucial holding penalty. I'm just saying, I know it's not that way. Like, I don't like these trolls on these sites. Oh, rigged, fixed, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but but it, it does, Pat, I, and you're a smart, you, guys, you and Rob are both intelligent people. It feels scripted a lot of the time. That's all I'm saying. Rob, did you have the over under of one minute and 41 <laughs> seconds for the first stabbing reference of this episode? I, I was, uh, I'm oh. glad you brought it up because I was going to bring it up. 141, under two minutes. Wow. That was that would have Sorry, been my Pat, goal I, pick. It would have been I my goal in, pick this week. I logged in early today. I was watching uh, on the case with Paula Zahn, and <laughs> lots of people are getting stabbed. So I just it, it's, it's kind of subconscious now. It's fresh on your mind. So Rob uh, pulled a uh, pulled a Pat Mayo last week and went zero and three across the board. Cam was one one and one. Got the push wow. in the Cincinnati game. Uh, Ooh, we, we were so on the opposite. We were on the opposite sides of Arizona and San Francisco. Uh, Arizona called by you. And, yeah. 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 See that that's the one where I would say that Cam, that was a good call by you. Like San Fran didn't cover that game, but yeah, well, they, there's a lot of junk. And actually, to be honest with you, Pizzola, and I don't want to sound like that. I should have been three and oh, Cincinnati in that game could, should have easily covered three, three and a half in San Francisco. They were down three in that game. Like Trey Lance just did nothing in that game. They had position. They had everything like, yeah, no, I, I'll agree with that. Like that well, was, you, you lost that game by literally a half inch because that goal yeah. line play was the stop. And also the 49ers were one for five on fourth down in that yeah. game. 
Like it's anyways. Well, but, I, but, I but, think but, but, part, I, but part of that bet, in fairness, I agree with you. And I much would have preferred Trey Lance score that touchdown because I had a five player touchdown parlay, which he was the last yeah. piece of, which I really could have used. That, yeah. that would have paid far more than the uh, the bet on the Arizona <laughs> yes. spread. I, I would have traded that one off for a loss on the show and a loss of like a hundred bucks in my bank account but to see it go way up. But part of the reason was like, who knows what the fuck Trey Lance is going to do. Oh, I, I, your, your reasoning is completely sound and, and logical, Pat. I'm not like denying that, but I think in the NFL, there's such thing as like being on the right side and getting the wrong result. And I think if you just break down that game and you look at the box score, it was a very, very even game. The 49ers just consistently drove it into Cardinals territory and couldn't score. To your point, Pat, you did say that that could happen. Like, we don't know what problem is, though, Rob. Who gives a shit when you look at your bank account? It's a win or a loss. That's the frustrating thing. Like, how many times look at look at the games that we had last night in all other sports, right? You know what I mean? A lot of the time you're just sitting there going, wow, you dominate 90 percent. It doesn't matter. It's just about end results. But it does matter. The process does matter. Like, okay. you're right, Cam. Like, at the end of the day, you obviously want to win your bets. Like, that's what we're doing this for. But mm-hmm. I think from your perspective, yeah, it's going to suck that you lose San Fran plus six or whatever. But at the end of the day, you can say, you know what? I made a pretty good bet there. This was probably a coin flip game. I got unlucky. And you go on and at least you're not questioning your process. It's very different if mm-hmm. if that game loses, they get blown out. And all of a sudden you're like, well, what did I miss here? I got to go back to the drawing board type of thing. So I think that there is something to like the, the justifying that you made the right selection, even though it didn't go your way, because there's so much randomness in sports, not just the NFL, but there's mm. a ton of randomness. Well, I'll give you, yep. a per- I'll give you a perfect example of this. Cause I am, I have been on the right side of just ludicrous covers and breaks over the past, like five days. It's been really nice for me. It's nice. Cause you always remember the ones that go against you. And you so rarely remember mm-hmm. the ones that go for you that it's, you know, you should take some time to acknowledge, Hey, stuff really went my way here when it shouldn't have. So the, the Arizona game, I mean, that was basically a coin flip anyway. I had the Chargers minus two last week. Cleveland oh, carried yeah. Eckler into the end zone <laughs> to cover that spread. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty fortunate on that one. I had Philly and the under on Thursday night. Six and a half, 52 and a half. Me too, buddy. They, they, go, they go for the two. They cover the six and a half. And then their defense is so bad, they can't stop Tampa Bay from coming down. They don't even have to kick a field goal to hit the over. They just take a knee. So, like, that's incredibly lucky stuff. Like, I had the Saints last week. That felt good. The Saints dummied. Washington last week like I felt like I was on the right side of that one I got that game right the other ones were I got lucky kind of thing but you got to get lucky sometimes you can't be unlucky all of the time it just can't work that way well for sure I mean listen it's a long season right and and we deal with these like short sample sizes we're talking about three picks from the previous week you can go 0-3 3-0 and it's just like complete randomness to that at the end of the day what we're looking for is is the record at the end of the year and I'm not just saying that off an 0-3 week like obviously I could come on and be like oh I was you know didn't win one last week but it's all about the long run but the reality is there's there's just like think about the percentage of NFL games that come down to literally the last two minutes of the game and some random play that works in your favor or works against you. Like you think about Thursday night football in order for you to cash that under, you needed Tampa Bay to convert a first down on third down and not score a touchdown. And that's exactly what happened. And the second down play Cameron Brait ends up short of the first down by like a half a yard. So just pretty much the exact only scenario that could play out for Tampa Bay not to attempt a field goal or to score a touchdown played out in that scenario. And, and like, yeah, I mean, you just chalk it up to like good fortune. And I think at the end of the day, for anyone who's betting on sports, you have to realize that sometimes it's going to work with you. Sometimes it's going to work against you when it works against you. It's going to be very painful and it's, you're going to feel like shit whenever you lose a game like that. But in the end, it's just going to balance out in the world. Ah, whatever. If you gamble long enough, there's people with real problems in the world. If you're crying about your beats, <laughs> you're in the wrong business. Shut up. Yeah, right? I, you know what I mean? Oh. Like you can get mad for a while, but there's people with real issues. And if you have extra money to gamble, you're not doing that bad anyway. So give your head a shake. I, I am 100% with you. And I feel, like, you, I, I feel like golf betting really desensitizes you to like the breaks of football betting because yes. it's just like when your guy is 50 to one and he misses a two foot putt to win the tournament, you're like, oh, it's, I could have yes, won four yes. grand. It's not like yes. I could have won 200 bucks. <laughs> yes, you got it, Mayo. Look at, look at Wolf last week. I got Wolf at 50 to one. That guy's shit, swing is shittier than mine on Sunday. Like, what the fuck is that guy doing? 
There's like nine hitches in his giddy up. He hits the cactus. He hits rocks. He's hitting rattlesnakes. This guy, I'm like, wow, this guy's fucking done. And Sunjay M is playing like the second coming of Gary Player if he had a kid with Jack Nicholas. Ding, 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 ding. Everything's nutted inside four feet. You're right, Mayo. Hey, guys, if you're out there betting football and crying, start betting golf and watch a guy with a, in a matchup bet with a five-shot lead and three holes to go. Go triple, triple, double, okay? Wake up. I, I, don't, I, don't, it, I don't bet NASCAR, but I feel like NASCAR would be the most no, it, painful. Good the, call, Pat, Pat. My buddy, you know, Brian Blessing and all these other guys, they bet NASCAR. It's the same thing. You got a lead and the guy blows a tire. He runs out of fuel. It's like he's driving a Pinto instead of a car. All of a sudden, can't get over the line. Yeah, golf and NASCAR, very frustrating. There was one year of my life where I did NASCAR DFS, only one year. And, <laughs> yes, and at that time, I was, I was putting a lot of money into DFS. But I'll never forget Kevin Harvick. I, I had, uh, like, he was part of my lineup. He, he pits. And as he's coming out of the pits, runs over some sort of debris coming out of the pits. So has to do an entire lap on a shredded tire and goes and pits again. And you just like, you know, the classic yep. DraftKings currently winning goes from like a six figure amount to like a hundred dollars. And you're just like, I'm never doing this again type of thing. But anyways, but you did ask our very tilting, but, but I gotta be honest with you, Pat, I just got a text and usually like 99 out of a hundred are bad. My mom told me uh, she loves me and have a good day today. Like that really, that's uh, that puts it. I went to see them at the, at Del, Del Boca Vista yesterday, moving into their nursing home. What a, what a gong show. But anyway, let's see that. That's a thing that I need when I got stress in my life. I appreciate that. I'll start shooting you some more messages, uh, positive messages in the morning as well, Cam, instead of the usual negative ones. Yeah, but usually it's like, you owe me money. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, come to the bank. Let's talk about your bad rates. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, Rogers Communications, your bill is overdue. We don't want to take, uh, you know, action. Like, yeah, it's nice to get something. I love you or thank you or something positive for you. How, how did uh, how did cooking for your parents go for Thanksgiving? Oh, amazing. Pozzola. Oh, yeah. Some idiot on Twitter is like, oh, yeah, Cam Stewart, he seems like a guy that goes out and never uh, cooks. Uh, you got to heat the wings up at Costco. Okay, buddy. I just cooked the turkey dinner for my girlfriend and my family. You don't think I've ever seen an oven or a turkey? I stuffed it myself, too. Like, I don't know what it is, Pozzola, just because I go off. Like, people think I'm some kind of, like, invalid that can't do anything and can't like i love cooking i next to sports capping that would have been my career i i work i've worked in many kitchens i've i've been a salad guy i've been a line cook i'm in this i've been that like i i've been in the restaurant game a long time so you know what i mean like i know no, how to no, cook i get it i th i think it's uh, i think it's some of the things that you say where people might say well this guy's just like he's a little out there like last week you talked about dipping a, a twix into uh orange pico tea to, to eat it, yeah, right? Yeah. Which I tried. And honestly, I have to say, I was very surprised at how good. terrible it was. Oh, so terrible. It was way terrible. more terrible oh. than I even oh. thought it would be. Okay. So it was even more surprising is how terrible it was. But yeah, you say stuff like that and I can see how people would be like, oh, this guy, you know, he's the, the cosmic. Fair enough. You know, he's I, I just don't understand how you correlate. I can't cook into the stuff that I say about murders and I got a knife and da, 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 da. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, people don't like to you know what it is, Mayo. People don't like to read the whole article. They like little snippets today. Uh, That's they, the they, whole problem. They enjoy a good headline. I'm probably not can yes. helping with that as I released quick clips <laughs> of you stopping at the craziest possible. You're doing, a, you're doing a good job, Patrick. <laughs> yes. uh, so I will say if, if any, uh, any book out there does want uh, to have a Cam Stewart centric show, uh, you can contact uh, Pat Mayo. You, you can find the right channels to do that. We can create a show around Cam. I can move him out near my studio, and then Cam and Cuss can have a cooking show together on top of the show that you're going to be paying for for gambling. It sounds pretty I good. like it. I, I got to be honest with you, and I really like Cuss, but things are starting to happen now. My parents are in a home, and like, you know what I mean? Winning some money once in a while. I, I got to be honest with you, Patrick. Like, this guy, like you get too close to him. I'm not sure. I, I don't need any bad chi. I like Tim and all, but like, uh, let's yeah. keep a distance. But uh, I will I, move to the city. Thanks. I understand that. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near him as well. And also now he's doing, he's doing two a days at McDonald's. He's not cooking himself. So how are you yeah. going to get this guy to do a cooking show, right? Yeah, just not during <laughs> McDonald's Monopoly and we'll be good. Gold <laughs> picks for week six. I feel like the biggest square on the planet with this pick but i'm doing it anyway i got bad closing line value already because i already bet it at minus four it's dropped to minus three right now at DraftKings sportsbook i'm assuming every sharp in the world is just pounding the other side or they're teasing it up i don't know where this love is coming from 
but I still can't figure out how the Cowboys are now just favored by three over the Patriots in New England. Is it because the Patriots covered against Tampa Bay two weeks ago at home in a primetime game, a spot where Tampa Bay, as we just saw on Thursday night, never covers? The Cowboys are way better than the Patriots. Yes, I get that Diggs is banged up. They're banged up on the offensive line. But the Patriots have no offensive linemen, and they can't throw the ball deep. That's a real problem. Give me the Cowboys, minus three. I, I won't be talked out of it. Your team, Pozzola. I'm liking the other side. I like the Patriots Why? in this game, personally. So, okay, let's let's start with what we've seen from both these teams recently. The Cowboys are coming off three straight home games in which they've played very crappy teams. So the Eagles, the Panthers, the Giants, the Giants completely decimated by injuries. So from a pure stock perspective, you're buying probably as high as you possibly can on the Cowboys this week because they've looked very good against three bad opponents. The last time they went on the road, they only scored 20 points against the Chargers. Now, granted, they won that game, but offensively speaking, wasn't a very huge output for them. And then the Patriots last week, a lot of people are going to react to the, the very close game, game against the Texans. Oh, Texans are a pretty poor football team, but obviously you mentioned, Pat, the week before they played the Bucs. So coming off of a very emotional game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady coming home, uh, they're playing without four of their starting five offensive linemen last week, which is kind of unprecedented in the NFL. That doesn't happen on, on like a, you just basically don't see it anymore. They're going to be getting at least two of them back, possibly three if Shaq Mason's back. Uh, so personally, I think this is like a buy low opportunity on the Patriots, buy, sell high on the Cowboys type of thing. Could I be wrong? Of course. I mean, like, I actually think Dallas is really good this year and they're going to be a competitor. But the last thing I will say, and why I really like the matchup for the Patriots is Mac Jones, of all the quarterbacks in the NFL this year, he has one of the more drastic splits when he's under pressure versus when he faces no pressure. He's actually a very good, accurate quarterback in a clean pocket. And if you look at all of Dallas's pass rush metrics this year, they're well below average across the board. They just don't generate a ton of pressure. They don't blitz a whole lot. Uh, they don't have a great pass rush win rate. So in my opinion, I, I mean, the market's obviously starting to come down here at four. It was an absolute guaranteed buy on the Patriots three and a half. I still like the Patriots three. I'm like, eh, not so much anymore. don't really want to take the worst of the number, but uh, I do think that the Cowboys were inflated this week. They may be. I just look at this game and I look at Dallas's roster. I look at the Patriots roster. Who have the Patriots beaten so far? They beat the Texans and the Jets. Congratulations. And yes, the Cowboys only put up 20 against the Chargers, but the Chargers are hard to score against if you're not a great rushing team. It didn't seem like Zeke was really the Zeke that we've seen the past few weeks here. I just don't know a spot on the field where the Patriots are better than dallas except for yeah, you know, when you get to the sidelines and you look at the coaches sure i'll give you that one but on the field <laughs> i just don't see it if mac jones was completing like deep passes i think dallas's d can be had once you get to the secondary behind everyone else but we have not seen the patriots have any ability to throw the ball downfield so far yeah i i, I that, that is true i mean i don't know necessarily think it's they're sheltering mac jones i think it's they just don't have the wide receivers that can get the separation downfield in general but ultimately I do think at some point where the Cowboys defense is going to regress. Like right now, they're generating a ton of turnovers. That's sort of kind of been their MO. Obviously, Trayvon Diggs with a pick in every single game so far this season. Uh, but at some point, they're going to get one of those games where they don't force any turnovers. I think the Patriots are very likely off, like a, a safe, conservative offensive team where it's very likely that this could be the game or very possible that this could be the game. But ultimately, what it comes down to for me is, is just like the numbers on the game. And I, I like... This, if you were to bet this game last week, Pat, Dallas was minus one and a half point favorite. If we're going to bet this in the offseason before the season started, Dallas is a one point favorite. So a lot's happened since then. I think the Cowboys are better than we thought they were going into the year. But to warrant a price movement through three over the course of one week because, because Dallas beat up on the Giants who were missing like everybody and because the Patriots had pretty much their entire offensive line out. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree. I, I like the Patriots here personally. All right. Well, hit us with your gold pick then. It was, it was going to be the Patriots. Did so now it. we're we're going to go. go no, yeah, that's no, what no. we do. That's what we do. We got to go. You're changing your pick because this is what it, it's for. Like we got, we can go on the opposite of people's picks, Bazol. It's not like we all have to have different picks, like so, or, or the same. You know what I mean? I'll, like, do your I, thing, man. I, 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 th I, I, like I think that he just saw you come at me last week, just like when uh, he went at you the week before. He's zero two against. Oh, us he always he comes. I love when he comes at me. It's good karma for me. I, I good, want him to say my picks suck and they're losers and they got no chance. That's good. That's good for Sunday. 
That's good. It's, it's a good point Pat makes. There is a certain element of fear of losing to one of you guys that contributes to this. But I will I will take the Patriots. I, I see DraftKings plus three and a half minus 115 right now. That's what I'm using as my line. Uh, I like the Patriots for all the reasons that I just mentioned. And I mean, at least we can guarantee that a gold pick is going to win this see, week. That's what, see, so that's we'll the look, attitude. We'll look at the positives for this one. But yes, New England plus three and a half gold pick. All right, Dallas minus three and a half for me. Cam, let's hear it. Who's your gold star? Hey, pick? Pat, I got a theme for you guys this week. Animals no. <laughs> and house pets. So we're going with dogs and cats, but I'm going to take a mean Jaguar to start things off with my gold pick. I like to be stupid. You guys know I like to look at the board and go, what, what's a cam type of game? Jaguars, dolphins? That's got me written all over it. Toilet bowl stink. And I'll tell you something. I don't care. Hey, Tua, I hope you start over Brissette. I really don't care if God starts for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> this could be the spot for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Con the owner. His British ties, all this stuff, it's all coming together. If Trevor Lawrence does not throw pick sixes in this game, I think Jacksonville wins outright. I will take the three points. I like it better at three and a half when I bet it earlier in the week. But three is fine. I will take it. The Jaguars are in a good spot. Robinson's a good running back. And you know what? Let's be honest, guys. The Miami Dolphins have regressed. They've regressed in a major way. Jacksonville is not a great football team, but I think they're in a good spot. Game hidden in London. This is the perfect type of Jaguar game to get it done. Overseas, nobody watching. Give me Jacksonville in an upset. They went out right. I'll take the damn, I'll take the points. I'll take the money line. Wow, wow, mean cats. Give me the Jaguars taking a nugget out of that dolphin. I like it. I'm on the Jags this week too. Uh, like Devontae, Devontae Parker traveled with the team. No word on whether he's playing. Will Fuller is Who out. We, we don't know if it's Tua or Brissett, but either it's Tua coming back with sore ribs or Brissett playing on a hurt hamstring. Xavier Howard's not even practicing at this point. Maybe that's because of the travel, but it just seems like Miami is critically banged up at this point. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I, and on top, like Miami needs to hire an offensive coordinator, right? Like Brian they Flores have two. is they at, have two offensive like, coordinators. It, yeah, like, two, two offensive coordinators like, equals none's offensive coordinators. Exactly. Mayo. That's Cameron. the problem. Yes, that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you guys. I mean, I, I don't love it at three, but I, I could not lay the points with the Dolphins here. I think it's a Jags or nothing type of game. And, and Cam, you made a good point about Trevor Lawrence. If he doesn't turn it over, which has been a problem this year, we have to point that out. But the reality is the Jags can actually move the ball. Yes. And they have been doing that a lot this year. It's the turnovers that have been killing them. The pick six against Arizona is one that comes to mind. Oh, Tennessee, there was, they were ten- driving a well many times. Right. So at the end of the day, if they Miami just doesn't have the same defense anymore. They are not yep. generating a pass rush in general. Um, Xavier Howard, as, as Pat mentioned, potentially could miss this game as well. Hasn't been practicing, which would be a big blow for them. So uh, I agree. It's Jags or nothing. But I just want to point out that five minutes ago, Cam is like, ah, you know, why are people always ragging on me? Like they think I can't cook. I can't do all these household things. And then he comes out five minutes later and is like, the theme of the week is animals. Like we're, we're going animals well, that's, this week. Yeah, it's good animals. That's what yeah, I'm doing. Dogs and I, cats. But you do got you a see, problem with it? There's no you see how game someone in the Tennessee toddlers. We got cats. We got, you know, I, I, it was a clue for my other pick. But anyway, I think people with half a brain can put it together. What's wrong with that? I like, I like, I'm betting cats this week. Oh no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying there's a problem with it. I'm just saying I could see how someone could watch a guy that says. I'm going with the animal theme this week and yeah, say okay. like, maybe this guy can't really, I don't know how going with an animal theme has to do with me not being able to cook. There's no correlation between that. Right, Pat. You're honestly, so I I'm talking and I'm a little bit off about animals. That doesn't mean I don't know how to turn on an oven, baste a Turkey, stuff it and cook a damn Thanksgiving dinner. They're not related. that's the whole point there's nothing to do with me not being a good cook and me picking the damn jaguars this week i I would i would i would actually flip it that you know cam had a really nice tease for his picks is what you do in broadcast thank you pat i i I, I, I like the tea you you guys are missing the point here right no you're missing all the points pozzola that's that's the issue you're missing the point are you familiar with a venn diagram cam you no, I don't know. Okay. Here we go. Now, now you're throwing this stuff at me. Okay. If there, if there was a Venn diagram of people who would, the, the Venn diagram is the circles and what, where they overlap is like, oh, oh, like the Olympic rings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. that's a good way of thinking about Thank it. Thank you. But if, if, if you were to do a Venn diagram of people who are going to tease their NFL selections by saying, I'm going with an animal theme this week, mm-hmm. and then do another circle of people who can't take care of themselves or can't cook. I think there'd be a strong overlap of those two. 
Like the, the circles would overlap in a, in a large way. So I can understand why somebody might make that comment based off of, of your, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I'll Absolutely. leave it at that. I think you're full of shit and this rant, you have no, you have no bias to it, but I'll let it slide. And I do like, I, and I do like you, we come at each other on the show. We do like, it. it's a, it's like we're the odd couple. Like imagine we were roommates, Pozzola would be insanity. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't I, do I, it either. I, I, but anyway, no, we still no. care about it. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, I'm not Olympic rings. I know to turn on an oven and I like the Jaguars this week. Thank you. Healthy snacks have a bad reputation. And let's be honest, most don't taste very good. Yeah, that's a thing. They don't fill you up and they certainly do not satisfy your cravings. This episode is sponsored by Monk Pack, who makes snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. I don't even do keto, but it's just better for me and I feel better when I have the Monk Packs rather than eating this garbage from the grocery store. So you can get the Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars. They contain just one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. They're gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, non-GMO with no soy, trans fats, sugar alcohols, or high-intensity sweeteners. This is what I eat after I go work out, whether it's a run, whether it's a lift. I just pump the Monk Pack bars into me and I feel great afterwards. I'm not giving back all the calories that I've just burned and I do feel full. And they're perfect for a quick breakfast between Zoom calls, a guilt-free dessert, whatever it is. They taste incredible. They're really, really good. Most of these ones just taste like absolute garbage, but not Monk Pack. And you can't beat the low sugar nutrition they provide and by shopping online you can avoid another trip to the grocery store by getting monk pack delivered right to your door i'm obsessed with these bars and i probably eat more than i should but that's okay to make sure that i'm always fully stocked i signed up for a subscription to my favorite flavors which saves me 10 percent on every order and ships them automatically to me Try it for yourself and you'll see. And we have a special deal for the listeners of the Pat Mayo Experience. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code MAYO at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it, for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, go to M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K. Dot com and select any product, then enter the code MAYO at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Pizzola, silver pick for you, sir. Uh, yes. Silver pick, I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns minus three. Oh, uh, damn, I got this, I got this yeah, one on you here, stole too. Stole my theme. I you got- stole my theme. Dogs. Oh. Remember Romeo Cornell? <laughs> Down boy. Dogs and cats. Yes, you did, but you said animal theme, so it yeah, could easily okay. have been Cardinals. No, I, I like the Browns. I, 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 I just, I, I just looked at the most like public underdog here. I just assumed you were taking the Lions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Pat, yeah. we haven't hit the rest of the minerals yet. Anyway, <laughs> okay. continue with the show. Yeah, so like, listen, the the, the Browns Cardinals game has shifted pretty drastically yes. over the course of the week. When you think yes. about what Cleveland, the, like the first injury report that came out for Cleveland was an absolute disaster. And now all of a sudden, all the cornerbacks that they were expected to miss are all practicing. Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney are practicing. Like, these guys are going to play. So they have a pretty healthy defense, finally. And Arizona, they now lose Chandler Jones, who is by far one of the best pressure guys in the entire league. They lose their center, Rodney Hudson, who's one of the best pass blockers in the entire league. And you have Kyler Murray, who was getting a bunch of shoulder treatment last week against San Fran on his throwing shoulder, banged up. Now you add in the fact that this could potentially be a win game. We're looking at 20 mile an hour wins in Cleveland. That favors the Browns heavily because they can run the ball very well. And Arizona, in my opinion, is not built to defend the run just in general. So um, I, I get it. The Cardinals are 5-0. and People are very excited about this team, but like they're not an elite team. Like We got to pump the brakes a little bit. I still think Cleveland is a better team overall than Arizona for those reasons. I like the Browns minus three. I have the Browns minus three as my silver pick as well, Cam. And me too. And I got the Browns as my silver pick. And I'll tell you, I liked it a hell of a lot better at two. But guys, this is a great spot for the Browns. Arizona, everyone feeling it. This is the week. And But guys, you know I was right about this. I don't understand what Cleveland is doing. And it happened again. We've talked about it on the show. 
Bazola, you know that you know the coaching staff. I don't understand if they're getting stupider like the movie Benjamin Button instead of getting, you know, uh, older to younger, they're getting smart to stupider because Nick Chubb on that first drive against the Chargers, 15 yards, they're just bam, bam, bam. And all of a sudden, oh, Baker Mayfield, let's get cute. I talk about it every week. The Browns coaching staff actually is hurting their team through horrible play calling. It's the worst play calling I've seen from this team in years. But we're in a great spot this week. Let's round it up, boys. Browns all day. They win this game by 14 plus. I think they murder the Cardinals. Does this worry you that all three of us have somehow yes. selected this as our second it, it, favorite? Is I'm absolutely trembling now. ESPN trembling. panel where, where they've all just picked yes. one side of the game. If yep. I was watching this video, I would open up a sports book and bet Arizona plus three, like yep. unload immediately. Yep, I, I, I agree. Come I, see your banker and get a loan. I think yep. you hit on the key thing. So there's two things that worry me about the Cardinals right now. I think long-term, if Cowher can get right, then they're going to be fine. But we saw this last year, Rob, the moment Kyler got a slight injury and he has not been running at all. The throwing hasn't been great. He's thrown three touchdowns the last three weeks. And they can't stop the run, like you mentioned. You know, no Chandler Jones, that's going to hurt offensive line banged up. But it all just comes down on the back of Kyler that if he is not 100% Kyler, this team's just not that good offensively mm -hmm. is the problem. We saw that last week. And I don't know if the pass rush from San Francisco is you know that much better than the pass rush of Cleveland. Some would probably argue that it's worse or it's equivalent, that it's going to be a real problem if Kyler can't get it going with his legs. I don't think he will be. Pat, I'll tell you one thing, though. The Cardinals' backup quarterback very very underrated former winnipeg blue bomber chris traveler yeah. uh i don't know about underrated it's a warrior what it, are you talking about he's a grinder oh it's some loser from the cfl perfect hey yeah, he's nice. exactly. now, now, now you gotta slow down you're pulling a bazola on me loser from the cfl, CFL no winner CFL who now is a backup quarterback sucks. in the national football league remember when who is it who is uh who was the guy who ended up? He, I think he was the Lions MVP, BC Lions MVP. Like he just crushed in the Actually, CFL. Knows Kate, Mike, Mike Riley. No, 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 it is Casey yes. Printers, is who it was. Yeah, Casey oh, Printers. Printers from the BC Lions. Yes, but last night, remember Singleton, the linebacker for the Eagles? You guys know. Hey, Pizzola, he used to be the guy at Calgary Stampeders. Yeah, like, let's be real. Let's be real what, here for a what, second. Once every five years, there's a guy who just mistakenly ends up in the CFL, like Cameron Wake, and ends up good in the NFL. Most of these guys. Zilstra's just... there. And well, you're, it, okay, Pat, Pat, I know it, you're disdain for the CFL. I don't even know why I defend the league. They've never been nice to me. I should actually, I, I promote their league. It's not even on my station. And yet they don't even like, you're right. I should actually like rip the CFL. I don't even know why I'm so friendly to it. Anyway, I just love football. If we were to do it, if we were to do a draft, if, if there's a draft happening in the NFL tomorrow, where it was only backup quarterbacks, where is Chris Strebler being drafted in the, the backup quarterback list? Mid, middle of the pack. No. Um, he's pretty good. Is he hard pretty good? On he is. Middle of I, the I would rather have Chris Strebler starting than Geno Smith. No. Oh, no. That's, no. that's yes. way wrong. No. That's way wrong. No, it's not way wrong. No. You no. haven't seen the guy play a lot because he doesn't play. When he does, he does well. Anyway, I'm not. we're not going to get into this like, <laughs> conversation. Geno Smith had one good drive for the Seahawks. That's about it. We'll see you this week, actually, versus Pittsburgh. And then maybe I'll come back and apologize to you guys next week. See how he plays. Kind of like the Seahawks this week in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm. I'm you know what, Pat? I I like. I was steal. I was looking at the Steelers too. I'm like, maybe the Seahawks show up. But tough game. Very tough. All right. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three putt with the tournament out of the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom, sometimes it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to Get Roman dot com slash mayo now with roman you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ed all from the comfort and privacy of your home a u.s licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate it ships to you free with two-day shipping the whole process is straightforward and discreet getting started is simple just go to getroman.com slash mayo and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash Mayo now to get 15% off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash Mayo. Get started now to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Bronze. So you, okay. We, we got we got some bronze picks here, Cam. What's your bronze picks? Is it the Lions? Oh, we, we, 
Yes, yes, Pat. It's like, <laughs> like I let the cat out of the bag, the tease. Like you guys know animals. Yeah, lions. I like the lions. Uh, they say there's no crying in football with Dan Campbell, but I'll tell you, I enjoyed that press conference. This guy, this guy cares. And there's no team more snake bitten. Like people think the city of Buffalo and hey, there's a fire in Tonawanda, Lackawanna, the Bills. Like, no, Detroit. Like these guys, 66-yard field goal versus Tucker. The way these guys lose games, it is depressing. But the Cincinnati Bengals will come into town. We're getting that hook two, three and a half. The Detroit Lions have been competitive every single damn week. That, Cincinnati, that, I know. That, that's not, that, that's not that's true. Not they, true. Have, they have not been competitive every week. It's just the score makes it looks like, look like exactly. they're competitive every week. Okay, sorry, sorry. They weren't competitive against the Niners. The box score was good. They played great against Green Bay for a half. Okay, yes. They made tons of mistakes. Tons of mistakes against the Bears. They were competitive in that game. They should have been. They came back against the Ravens. Hey, that's not my fault. The Ravens let the foot off the gas. I don't care. The Detroit Lions are getting three and a half this week. This is their week. It's a good spot for these guys. Cincinnati goes in there, and if they squeak out a win, it's between one and three. That hook is huge. Give me the Lions. Restore the roar. I like I like Cincinnati uh, I, in that game. <laughs> I, I listen. I'm not, I'm not. I understand. Hey, that's why we're on the show. We're not supposed to agree. We all agreed on Cleveland, and that could turn into a train wreck. It was between them. There were some other games that I was looking at. Uh, what was the other game that I was like? Washington. Washington plus six and a half. Like, <laughs> it's hard going gold, silver, and bronze, right? So yeah. give me I, Detroit plus I'm three and a half. I, listen, you're getting the hook there. I think that that's fine. Um, I mean, personally, you're, you're talking you're, to me like you're some kind of NFL expert, Pozzola. Like, how, how's your record doing? Like, you, what, you guys are scoffing at my Detroit pick. Give I mean, me a I'm, break. I'm making these these picks on Friday after I've I've already yeah. bet and moved the lines in some cases to what I'm. Hey, I'm you don't think I, I bet some games early? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I, yeah, yeah. What, what right. I'm getting at is I'm I'm I'm. Anyways, let's let's <laughs> let I digress. Cincinnati, Detroit. My big fear for Cincinnati yeah. is that Joe Burrow can't speak, which he's not talking this week. He's actually going through practices without not what? speaking. He's because had he had dental work. He had a a, a throat contusion yeah, in yeah. last week's game. There, okay. like, what is like? How, I, that's a very weird. In, you remember when you like play Madden back in the day, the early Maddens, and you'd always have like a player leave the game with elbow bursitis or something like that. It was like an injury that never happens in real. But life. it hurts though. Like I, when I played hockey and a guy stick me in the throat, it's a nightmare. Like it's a nightmare. Oh, like yeah, you know guy, what I mean. It's like, like yeah, and you're almost swallowing your tongue. Like it's not. It's not fun. Like listen, if that guy's gonna go into Detroit to try to call audibles at the line of scrimmage and he can't talk, <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. So that's a hesitation with Cincinnati. But I think that people are giving the Lions too much credit for a lot of these reasons that you actually just mentioned, Cam. But it's like you know, people oh, they're 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 playing for Dan Campbell. Like they, he loves his team. Like most of these <laughs> these guys are playing for their coaches. Like it's it's not like the Lions have some extra motivation. And on top of that, like these these covers are so misleading. Like the San Fran one, they recovered two onside kicks. Like give me a break. They covered the game with two onside kicks. Fair? Baltimore. How many times is Marquise Brown going to drop a touchdown pass for Baltimore? Okay. In that or game? three, and then, or three. Yeah, three exactly. And then last week against Minnesota, like they they were horrible. They couldn't do anything. Yeah, well, they're horrible, but they always seem to come back in these games. Maybe Minnesota's horrible because you can't cover ten against the Lions. Well, like, we 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 we, we might we might get to that here in a second. Maybe Minnesota's I, not I, good. <laughs> I would say that the the Vikings got ho- have been hosed so hard this year. Like that Madison fumble last week that gave Detroit the red zone possession late in the game. The guy forward progress was stopped for like five seconds while every single Lion player was trying to rip the ball out. Like I've never seen that happen before. Them not blow, blow a play dead like that, especially for a home team. Anyways, I digress. I think the Lions stink. Two of their starting three cornerbacks right now are, are undrafted free agents from this year. They have nobody on defense. The, I, I don't know how they cover the Bengals wide receivers. We'll I really don't. That's why they play the we'll games. See. That's why they play the games. Uh, three and a half. Yeah, no I don't know what else. Like, I, I don't know what other game because it's tough board. If you guys can. Well, what, what, other, what other animals are playing this week? We can uh, find another animal this week. No, I was looking There's for a bear. Bear. Oh, bear. Yeah, actually, I was looking at the bears. What about the, the bears? Bears, 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 bears animals. The the you Broncos, know? the Bills. These are all animals. Uh, actually, no, no. Uh, Broncos equine. That's the horse. Not necessarily. That's not from the animal. You, you don't. Family. You don't. You don't what? think that a horse a, a is horse. an animal? It's an animal, but it's it's equine versus like cats and other. Yeah, it's but, different. 
but you called this an animal theme this week. You didn't I did. say I'm, I'm every, doing a, a cat hey, theme. In a court of law. Hey, hello, Mr. Pizzola. I'm the, uh, I, I'm the attorney. Are jaguars animals? The answer is yes. Are lions animals? You're damn right they are. And my other pick, <laughs> what is, what browns is, are dogs. But, but wait, wait a second. But what court of law is going to say that a horse is not an animal? This is what it's I'm equine. It's called that's why it, uh, equibase. You know when you go bet horsing, it's I, it's an animal, but it's it's a different type of animal. They're different categories, man. Anyway, yes. I don't want to get in this. No, well, this I, talk I, with listen, you. I know I'm it's semantics. I, didn't I know go it's the University of Guelph. I know that the, the horses are different, though. My wife is a vet who went to oh, the University is, of Guelph. If I was oh, to ask her, okay. is a horse an animal? She is going to say, yes, yes Rob, a horse, a horse is, is an animal. An animal, but, but they have different... Honey, I, I understand. We, we understand but what you, you're saying, but you said animals. And, yes, and I animal. did. This is an I, animal theme this week. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I'd like to apologize. A bear would have been an easier choice as an animal instead of a bronco. But anyway, I didn't pick those selections, and you guys are correct. Uh, horse is an animal. Thank you. Correct. Just trying to clear that up for the viewers. Right, but, but, Sorry, but, Pat. Sorry, but, but, Pat. But, 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 yeah, if we're going to go with like early a, in the morning, but if, but if we're going with like an equine is not kind of the same, like is Ursa the same for a bear? Like, I, I don't know like where we're going with it. What, Orso? Yeah, that's what that's also, bear in Spanish. Also, also. I, I think like Browns loosely, like yeah, a I brown that, is a dog. I'm aware. But that like, is their logo. But it, it doesn't really fit. And what the, the hell animal. is a brown then? At least I'm, I'm just saying like the other ones are much more explicit. Like you get to, you know, panthers, bears, lions, yes, like it's yes. and birds, birds and animals. That's the NFL. Other than a Titan, no, everything titan's, else. Titan's right? not an animal. It's a yeah, god. That's what I'm yeah. I mean, I guess it could be. Yeah. Pat's <laughs> getting frustrated now. Well, I mean, uh, there, I think it's very clear cut what's an animal and what's not. But no, but, no shit, buddy. I, I get it. I, I know what an animal is. <laughs> Rob, do you have I mean, a, do you have a bronze pick for this week? Uh, I do. Good. And what um, is it, Rob? Tell me. Tell me what family does it come from? What? Do, what is this magical bronze animal? I'm gonna go with it? an animal this week, a legitimate animal for the bronze pick. I hope Dioff has his or, or Jeff has his uh, oh, his no. headphones on, noise canceling headphones. I like raven? the ravens. I'm gonna take the ravens. Yeah, it's a bird is an animal. Raven's a bird. Got it. We got it. But uh, the the listen. I I think the Chargers are gonna be very good this year. I, yes. I do think the Chargers are very good. I love their coaching staff in general. I think it's a really good football team. But there's a lot of signs of regression that are coming for the Chargers. And particularly how well they have fared on third down and fourth down this year. And it's going to be very, very difficult for them to keep this up over the course of an entire season. And now we're getting to a point where we're saying that the Ravens and Chargers are basically like close to equal teams on a neutral field. And I don't necessarily agree that with that just yet, and particularly for this matchup, because the Ravens, while they haven't really run the ball all that successfully this year, they are a team that is built to run the ball, especially with Lamar Jackson at the quarterback. And if there's one thing we've learned about the Chargers this year, they cannot defend the run. Yeah, but they do, just get completely do they even, gashed. Do they even try to defend the run? No, See, that's, a, that's a good point. They but don't. They let it happen. They don't, and that's a good. They play two high safeties. We talked. I think we talked about this last week. Maybe I'm we just losing my mind. They play two high safeties. They encourage it, but we're starting to see like good offenses, like the Browns. When you don't defend that, you're going to get torched, and then you have to capitalize. You have to score on offense. And the Chargers had a lot of things work in their favor last week with all those fourth downs going their way. Personally, with the way that things are playing out here, the potential that Mike Williams might not play for the Chargers as well. Uh, I just think the Ravens should be a three-point favorite here, two and a half to three, key number in the NFL. So I'm going to make the Ravens my bronze pick. So it's funny because I bet the Chargers, when I did the Monday show, uh, I bet two games that I gave out. And it was the Dallas game and the Chargers game. And the Chargers at the time were plus three and a half. I was like, that seems like a really big number and it's not going to stay there. I don't love the two and a half anymore, as weird as that sounds. Like, I feel like if they lose by a field goal, you know, I, it seems like a way the Chargers would lose, put it that way. By a field goal in a game they probably should have won against Baltimore. I, I actually do like the matchup for the Chargers a lot. The Williams thing is a bit terrifying, but where the Chargers are going to dare the Ravens to run, if they can just, even like what we saw with the Browns last week, they give up too many chunk plays, and that's going to happen with Lamar. But I don't know if that's going to happen with Devonta Freeman or Latavius Murray or Tyson Williams or Le'Veon Bell. Like The quality of running back just isn't there. And sneaky fun fact about the Baltimore, 
Baltimore secondary, it's trash. And the Chargers it are is. going to exploit it, whether they have Mike Williams or not in this game. So I think it just ends up becoming a boat race. And I think that when it comes down to it, and we even talked about it last week, and you were right, Rob, Stefanski made some nice decisions in that game until they had to ice the game. And then he made the absolute wrong well, that's, decision. Oh, that of was, what, that's my whole thing. Yeah. It's my whole thing, Pat, is like they, they run Chubb. And I understand like, like fantasy owners, like I got Nick Chubb and whatever. I, I get it. You like Kareem Hunt because you want to save Chubb for the playoffs. But I just don't understand. Cleveland is a team to me. A lot of the time they have things working and it's almost like the guy who outsmarts himself. Oh, let's try this and let's do this. And you know what? You have games in control and you lose control of games because you get cute. And in football, you know what I mean? If it's working, you keep on doing it until it doesn't work anymore. That's the issue I have with the Browns. Their coaching staff is really screwing them. They have a good game plan and they get out of it. And they get out of it all the time. And it's a big issue. Trust I'm, me. I'm going to respectfully disagree with that. Oh, okay. I think the Browns have one of the best coaching staffs in the league. Really? I'm not, I'm not saying this. to I, just, No, on paper they do, but they're not executing it this year. Just because you're a smart guy, all of a sudden you found a girl, you're doing dr drugs, and you're not showing up for class. That's what's happening right now. They have the brain power, but they're just not doing it, Pozzola. They're actually, watch your Browns. I've watched every one of their games this year. They are dominating on the run with Nick Chubb. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, let's put it in the hands of Baker Mayfield here. That's have you seen the receivers? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, listen, hold, hold on. N note on that. Jarvis Landry might be back this week. He's been activated. Who cares? Yeah, he, be he better. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't say I who cares. The... I would say that's a big boost to their yeah, offense. Yeah, you're right, Pat. But I'm just saying, I love Beckham. I want the ball more. Well, get open. Like, Well, listen, we're, we're blaming you – know? we're making – we're putting blame on the Browns coaching staff for Baker, Baker Mayfield not being able to hit a wide-open receiver. Like, let's be – the reality is Mayfield has not been good this season for the majority of the season. And what the Browns do a lot of is they run a lot of play action, which really they works do. to their strengths. They've had open receivers. Like, what, like we're down. The Browns are four and one this year. I mean, they're, they're, look at what no, they did last year. Three and two. Three and oh, two. sorry. Three and two. Yeah, yeah, three either and way, two. their coaching staff, in my opinion, I think Stefanski is one of the best coaches in the entire league. I love the be. way they run their offense. I think they are very good from an in-game management point of view. Like how many coaches last week would have been as aggressive against the chart? Like, you know, the Chargers are going to be aggressive. How many other coaches would have been aggressive against them? Like you look around the league, well, it's basically th th no one. Th at this, th point. this is one of the problems that I have with Baltimore this week, where Harbaugh is an excellent coach, but he shows weird inconsistency of when to be aggressive yes. and when not to be aggressive. And I just don't have that worry about the Chargers whatsoever. If anything, they're too aggressive. Like they could have blown two games by just not taking a knee at the five-yard line twice. They, they've given the ball back a good point, to, to their opponents. The, and it helped us cover Stevie, games. That's excellent nice. Excellent point. But, like, why are we – I get you don't trust your kicker, but, listen, you're not going to win a football game if you can't make a 22-yard field goal. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, agreed. But St so Staley has made – I think Staley's amazing just in general, just in terms of in-game decision-making, but he has made those two costly decisions. I completely agree. Handing the ball off to Eckler last week, made absolutely no sense. Zero sense. If it, it, like if you're going to hand it to Eckler, you got to tell the guy like you cannot go into the end zone. You are taking a knee or you're going down immediately as soon as somebody touches you. It, they should have just kneel, kneeled on the yes. ball and kicked a field goal to win the game. We all know that. They gave the, the Browns a chance to win that game when the reality was they were 99% to win. So I agree. Uh, and I think in hindsight, Staley would agree that that was definitely the wrong call. But I, lo I love coaching staffs that are aggressive just in general. Like how many times can we watch a team punt on fourth and one from the, like they take oh. delay of game penalties on purpose. I know they do. They, they don't have enough space watch to Watch the Seahawks game. Pete Carroll's the worst oh. coach in the league. I'm just telling you, I think, as I said about the Cleveland staff is they're very, very bright, but I don't like some of the things that have happened. And I do agree with you, Pozzola. I'm just saying, I think I look at things both ways and Baker Mayfield has been bad. His, his, his accuracy is horrible. I'm just saying the staff, sometimes things are working and they get out of it. That's all I'm, that's all I'm going to say about that. But I totally agree. Pete Carroll, I, I can't believe Pete Carroll's still employed. Oh, and you guys know about, I, I could coach this team. Like this guy is killing the Seahawks. Like he's so bad. I don't even I, know where to go. I cannot wait to see Russell Wilson in another uniform. It's going to happen next year. He's yeah, done. It's, um, it's a shame that he, he's had to put up with that for so many years. And the fact that the Seahawks only won one Super Bowl with that oh, defense trust me, and I with know. Russell Wilson it's is disgusting. a testament. They should have three. Like, 
people defend Carroll because of that. They're like, well, he's got the Super Bowl ring. It's like, well, the guy should have had at least a couple with that defense I, I'm, and I'm that quarterback. Three would have been about oh the proper God. number. What a joke. He's yep. too, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's hard to make in-game decisions. He's doing his own research on fourth down. <laughs> seeing how you know, that's working uh, out yes yes his fun. quotes are hilarious too like his his quotes just are like he should be a motivational speaker that him and richard simmons just go out there and you know you got a weight problem pete send pete carroll to your house or whatever like not football coach enthusiasm a plus like he, I, I, he's a positive right. guy but he's not a football coach i, I will say we, we we often like we boil down coaches to like the decisions <laughs> the decisions they make in game which is only part of it like the reality is the, all the work you put in over the course of the week, plus being able to be a good motivator. Like in my opinion, Mike Tomlin is horrible in terms of in-game decision-making. They punt on fourth and one all the time. Like last week, I, I don't even remember what the score was in the game. They were getting torched by Green Bay and the guy brought out the field goal team to like, what are you doing at this point? But he's a master motivator. He gets his team ready over the course of the week. So I think Carroll has some positive I attributes. But yes, in terms of managing the game, like get a, a, like a, a computer geek on the sideline, a numbers yes. nerd that can say, Pete, we got to go for it here. Well, I got to be honest with you, Pizzola. If you watch and you and Pat, you watch the game yesterday. I was surprised Tampa Bay didn't go for it on some of these fourth and ones and fourth and twos. It's Philadelphia's defense. I think that they felt like Philadelphia had no chance to come back on them. It almost burned them. It didn't, but you can't think like that, right? But, 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 that, NFL, but, that, but that's how like people, that. but that is how like human nature of how people think it, it's like, yeah. it's like how Philly went for the two on the touchdown, because that is the proper thing to do. You score another touchdown, you win the game. And if you don't get yep. it, you can still score a touchdown and tie the game up. You're putting yourself, yes. you, you have the information at hand now. And that's why you go for the two in that situation. So I think that the Eagles, yep. despite the fact that they seem to have no talent, Hurts probably isn't the answer. And I don't know. I don't know if the coach is any good, but he seems to make right decisions. No, most it is. Of the, time. the Eagles have the same play. It's just so like you watch them. It's like how are these guys long bomb this play? I'm like, what the hell are these guys doing? It's the same stuff every drop. Bazola, have you ever seen a team with this kind of playbook? It is I, ridiculous. I think a lot of it is Jalen Hurts, to be honest. Because it seems to me like he goes through his quick a quick read. If he doesn't have it, he immediately rolls out to his right, and the whole play breaks down all the time. And I, I don't know, like, the, the Eagles coaching staff, I think they figured out that they need to pass the ball a lot, which they're doing at an absurd now, clip. Now it's it, too much? <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's kind it of... It's too like, much. I, honestly, it's fine against Tampa, because Tampa is going to defend the run really well. There's no point in running on them just in general, in my opinion. But the I think... Like Hertz is not the quarterback you can do that with necessarily. Like he just doesn't have he he, he can't sit in the pocket no. and throw a ball in the middle field. He's just really quickly scrambling all the time, and it's hard to watch, man. The Eagles' offense until they're trailing by like three touchdowns, they're very hard to watch. Yeah, I mean, Rager pulls down like two of those balls that hit. It. I know they were tough catches, but he pulls down one of them or two of them that hit him in the hands. Like those are huge chunk plays. Mm-hmm. They are. I mean, it didn't help that they're targeting the only cornerback that the like the only good cornerback the Bucks have that's healthy right now. They're throwing at him the entire game. Jamel Dean is the only like yeah, Dean's good. yeah Murphy Bunting is is on IR. Carlton Davis is hurt. Richard Sherman pulls a hamstring on like the first drive. They literally have no other quarter cornerbacks other than Jamel Dean. And all Hertz is doing the entire first half is throwing at Jamel Dean. Like I do not understand. I, I don't, I don't, the Eagles just are very, I didn't even bet the Eagles last night or anything along those lines. It was it's nice. Super frustrating. What a to cover. Watch. Yeah. What I mean, a cover. It was a good cover. Hey, Pat. Right I, in the back. It was in the under, right, hey, buddy? Listen, man, if Texas minus four and a half can come through this weekend for me uh, on Saturday, Whoa. I'll be a very happy man. Nice. The Longhorns. Is wow, a Longhorn, you're, you're, is well, a, you're hey, hey, Pozzola. He's dipping his beak in college, as you like to say, on top uh, of listen, it. Listen, wow. I, I haven't Wedding watched one second of college football. <laughs> Raza told me. I was like, Raza, you tend to win these bets. I'll, I'll just blindly tail you. <laughs> Interesting. If we were doing a uh, like a gold, silver, bronze for um, college football, would the Longhorns fit your animal theme, Cam? Being a bull? Yeah, they're animals. They're animals. Okay. They're not horrible. Yeah. As you guys said, I, I know it sounds insane. They're all animals. I'm just saying, anyway, I don't want to get to the equine or whatever talk again. I, oh, your, your, your wife's a veterinarian who went to Guelph. I, I get it. Like I'm, I'm not a veterinarian. I'm just saying horses are a little bit different, but yes, they, they're all animals. But, but, I, but, but, but like a, a bull is just a cow really. Right. With horns. 
Yeah, but but so what? What makes a cow that much? Well, you can't from a horse? you can't milk you can't milk a bull. Cows offer milk. No, I, I okay, fair, fair, fair point. I don't know what that has to do with anything. It has to do but, with providing. But but, but if you're gonna if you're gonna nice separate to the horse from the animal community, yeah. why is a cow? included in the animal community that's this i'm trying to figure out the yeah, logic. I, I, i'm trying to get to the bottom you're i don't really I, I don't have the time to write the essay or whatever i'm just saying when i bet horses it doesn't have bull like it has a different name and a, and a scientific background for when they're talking about horses and their breeding in comparison to other anim animals and i don't i don't understand i don't have the capacity to figure this thing out they're all animals okay Okay. I know somebody else wanted to talk about five second rules and stuff. We'll do it next week if you want to talk about food. No, no, we don't have any time right now. No, no, I don't want to get it. No, 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 Pat, we'll save it. We got to save it. I still have to make my bronze pick. Oh, you do? I didn't even understand that. Why you even made a bronze pick? No. We went into all those rants about Pete Carroll. Let's tell. I apologize. You're hosting the show. Not well, not well enough. Or I'm hosting it so well, I'm just letting uh, letting you guys yeah. go at it here. So yeah. I, I've got it narrowed down to four. I had the charger. I'll, I'll have it narrowed down to three. I had the chargers on it, but I don't like the two and a half where it stands now. And we're doing these best bets for the lines as they exist at the moment at DraftKings Sportsbook. So that one's off the table. If I could give you my three and a half, I would. I gave it out on Monday. So you should have put it. It was in the newsletter too. Hey, so. Pat, remember last week we did the same thing? You gave us a bunch and we gave it to you? It won, right? I gave you the, the Colts and I gave you the Chargers half points or the uh, Bengals half points. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying last week when we did the show, you're like, hey, guys, why don't you just tell me I like this and this and this. And we picked one. Did it win? Like, remember, you offered it up to us, the Saints. Remember, the we said take the Saints. Yeah. But I, think, you, I think we collectively arrived. We collectively, at, yeah. Because you asked us a lot of different things. We said we like the Saints the best. Yeah. So, so we the, can do the same thing this week. So that's right? what I'm doing. I, I got to narrow down to three oh, okay. now. I, I took the, I mean, okay. Cleveland I've already taken. I've taken Cincinnati off. I've taken the Chargers off. So it comes down to these three for me. Carolina. Yeah, that's plus, just against us on everything, by the way. Sorry, Pat. It's just hilarious. No, I like this. Short list is against us on everything. But that's what it's, going. Yeah. it's amazing. It's, it's great. Carolina plus two and a half. Now that McCaffrey is like 50 50. It's a lot of points for a home team that they crushed the Eagles last week and somehow lost because Darnold, Darnold. And if mm -hmm. he can just get back to being like, okay, again, I'm not completely sold on the Vikings team. The Panthers have the best pass rush in football so far. The Vikings can't block. That's a real problem. If you look at the splits for Justin Jefferson between being indoors and outdoors so far in his career, it's not good. So probably not the impact that you would want Justin Jefferson to have. Even in the Dallas game, like it comes down to Darnold not being that good, but he had open guys downfield. Robbie Anderson just standing there by himself for for six like twice in that game and just overthrew him both times by a lot so you have to i guess skip factor that into it when you're talking about Darnold. but i like carolina here i like buffalo on monday night five and a half like i'm just gonna keep riding the bills like it, it's like they haven't adjusted to how good the bills are yet and the titans stink like they are not good and they don't need to be good and they're gonna win that division and maybe they'll get healthier and better i know julio is gonna be back it's another week with aj brown but the bills pass rush has been really good the titans another team who can't block and i think the bills are just gonna be like you know what derrick henry run for as much as you want we saw this game last year on a weird tuesday night and Tannehill yeah, threw COVID. all over them they're not gonna let that happen again i just don't think that the titans can stop anyone let alone the bills so that one's on it but the one that i have the biggest lean on right now i like vegas plus four against denver okay i i, I can see that i, I can that... buy into that too false narratives yeah all agreed. the other thing oh the with Gruden and the, all the other stuff. Like it's a you, divisional you know game. what? Did, did any of us think that Gruden was a good coach? Maybe getting rid of him, maybe good thing for Vegas. It it's might, true. It, it might could be. be an upgrade. It could yeah. be an upgrade. Like I, I, I think that number has been on the move purely because of the Gruden news. Agreed. I think it's probably an overreaction. I mean, I, I, I Eileen Raiders too. Eileen yeah. Raiders as well. Like, Bridgewater has his great career against the spread record. People always reference, which you can't argue with. He's been he's been a covering machine, but yeah. But I like I, I like him better as an underdog than as a favorite. Agree. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I I I like I would be, in the reverse situation. I'd be all over Denver. Oh, obviously I would be, but like that's just a situation I'd rather back the Broncos in when they're getting points. These ones where they're laying a number, I I don't see enough separating these two teams right now for uh, to to warrant a four. And how good has Denver looked against like competent opponents? Like Pittsburgh's not even not all that good. competent. Yeah, I agree. Like I also like that Mariota's back now, just in case we get like a like Carr's been pretty banged up over the last couple of weeks. He's been taking some hits, staying down. 
at least they have like a competent quarterback where if it gets to that situation, Mariota can cause some problems as well. All right. So I'm going with Coolio gangsters paradise featuring LV plus four as the bronze pick of the week for myself. I'm now one in four in bronze pick, So I'm feeling pretty good about myself off the nice. schneid. Like I got my nice. first silver and bronze last week. So I'm just due to go over three again instead of going three and oh. But all right, I, I like just it. Want to, I just want to win a pick. Really, is what it comes down. That to. would be just nice. one. That would be like nice. I'd, I'd like. I'd, I just don't want to have an zero three week. Like this, it's really depressing. No, it is. It really, yeah, it's uh, it's not B- fun. Bizarre, NFL can really beat I, you down. I know Cam has to go, so I'll throw this to you, and maybe you can save your take for next week. But you're in on the five second rule, right? Like five seconds, fine. Like if you know where it's dropped, it's in your car. Yeah, whatever. I would argue in some cases, depending on the surface, it could even be like a 10-second rule. I'm no scientist. How about 24 hours? I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) I've worked in fast food restaurants. If I found a piece of steak the next day and I'm hungry, my floor is cleaner. I've worked in restaurants. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you'd rather eat off my floor than some of the things that I've seen in restaurants. I used to work with drug addicts that would take the whipped cream and do whippets all day. Hey, man, let's get, let's get, look, yeah, the guy's got his lips on the thing. He's got sores. Hey, uh, what? We need a couple pies here, hey, guys. I'm like, dude, you, 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 you can't be doing that to the aerosol cans and using the stuff to put out whipped cream on pies. Like, this is, I'm telling you, I would rather eat off Pozzola's floor, your floor, and other floors than the things that I've seen at fast food restaurants. Sorry, Pozzola. I know you're giving, I could already see you. Well, me well, well, don't uh, worry uh, about it. My floor is fine. And you want it, you can eat off it. Who cares? I, I have a dog that has two coats of fur and he's just dog hair everywhere. Well, you're not going to eat off my I don't floor. have a, I don't I, have I any dog hair rolling in my morsels. Listen, that's the thing. I don't. 24 hour rule seems a little bit ridiculous. Okay. Well, 10, so I, I'm just saying five seconds. Who invented that? An idiot? Like, 10 seconds. What, how often cares? do you, va- how often do you vacuum your floor? Eh, it depends. Is company coming over? How, how often do you once vacuum? Once a week, once a week, once then, every two weeks. Then you're do, you mop? Uh, do you mop like your actual I don't even, I, no, no. I would rather eat food off a tile than off the carpet. I can tell you that the tile's that, cleaner. Uh, agreed. I think we can all agree. I actually, I, I got, I got cords. Look, I'm looking right now. I have an old a Cheerio yeah, we know on the, the ground. Cord, the cords I, I are found, eating the I, I just found yeah. two pistachios under my table. I'll eat them. Like, are you, you want me to eat this friggin' Cheerio? I'll do it. No, I don't really do. No, anyway, I don't want to do it because I don't have to do it. But I'll do it. Like, you eat food on whatever, man. Who cares? I'm telling you, Pat. I've worked in a lot. I've worked in fast food too and regular restaurants. I'd rather eat off any. I'd rather eat it from a dog bowl than some of the things I've seen. These guys, it's like that Seinfeld episode of Poppy. The guy's taking a leak and making your pie. He's oh, kneading, kneading the, the, the dough, and he didn't even wash his hands. That's disgusting. I'd rather eat off any floor. And you can't say I'm crazy. This is a stone cold fact. Poppy's a little sloppy. Yeah, Poppy's he is. A sloppy. Poppy's very sloppy, and there's a lot of sloppy people in the food industry. The, sloppy. I, I I agree. So like we, we're all in, I think, agreement here. The only problem that I have five is like second a, rule is a stupid rule. Yeah, well, the only problem I have with the 24-hour rule, let's just, is that- I'm just, I was over exaggerating. How do you know that this was, like, you don't know how long that food has been there, right? Because if if you come across something that's been on the floor for a long time, you don't know that it's within 24 hours. I'm just saying, if I left the piece of shrimp at three o'clock in the morning and I woke up, took a leak, and I saw the piece of shrimp on the floor at eight o'clock in the morning, don't don't hate me because I eat it. Like, I might eat it. Like, I'm just saying, I'm not, if if I'm hungry, I'm eating it. And you're also not a wasteful guy either. So I understand that. And you, you I'm not probably, saying though, I would go and if I found like a bunch of dog hair and, and, and pebbles on it, that no, it goes in the garbage. I'm not, I, I'm not crazy. I might be a little bit out there. It's kind of like George Costanza. Would you eat the eclair if it was on paper in the garbage? It depends how full the receptacle is. If it's, if it's a fresh bag and it's in there, who cares? It's like, it's just, it's just like eating. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that actually can't technically happen. Cause if it was a fresh bag that was in there. You wouldn't have like the, go to the bottom. It would be at the very bottom. It'd be really tough yes, to get fat. to. And you probably wouldn't even see it. It has to be on. Like if it's on like an old newspaper. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. See, thank you. You would, on, you would do that. If it's on, if it's on no, I mean, I, I wouldn't, and a bunch of other stuff, see Mayo, he knows what he's doing. I, I, I personally I bet- wouldn't do it, but I get how, like, if it was just on something like, like I said, like a P, like a magazine or something like that. Oh, and it was okay, on, so, a, and it was on its own piece of paper. Yeah. Who cares? I got to hand it to you though, Mayo, because I worked with a lot of people and I remember when we first met your flossing and brushing your teeth, like every which, second. Which I and still stuff. do. And now, no, which is so smart because I look at other people's teeth and I'm like, wow, they're yellow. They're going to the dentist. Like, all that stuff that you did, I'm like, wow, Mayo's really got a thing for his teeth. That's why you have beautiful teeth, and you don't have to pay to go to see the dentist. Smart. 
I'm very jealous of Mayo's teeth because uh, uh, of he, course, because he takes care of them, Bazola. Uh, well, but he also drinks a lot of coffee, and I drink and a lot of coffee. I drink a lot of I've coffee. Some... I smoke a lot of cigarettes, and I drink a lot of red wine. Just un, un- that's un- why he's always attacking his teeth every segment. This is why the Mayo Media Network is stock is through the roof right now yeah. because of his teeth. They're beautiful. Uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully that's the case. My orthodontist, who I growing up would probably have a. A great, he, maybe he'll just be like, thank you, Rob, for saying I hate orthodontists, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's not great, bit... but you know what? If you're ever on the fence about getting your kids braces when they're like 14, do it. Yeah, it's a good point. Right, what about these new tools, though? They have aligners and stuff now. They're very expensive. They work? I have a permanent retainer on the bottom of my mouth. I have like a, a wire. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it plastic? It's plastic, no, it's, right? it's like a steel thing. Oh, I, I have like these little toothpicks. I got a constant. What a disaster. Like, no, that's a, the thing. Like you get meat caught in those things. Ugh. That's the whole problem. Like, I'm getting older and people don't know when you get older, you get meat caught in the back. And I used to always say, wow, these guys are using a lot of toothpicks. Now I understand why every time I eat something in the back molars. Yeah, but you, you, you know you, what I mean? You, you, don't want, you, you don't want to use toothpicks. They're bad for your gums. Really? Oh, yeah. God. No wonder, I'm mad. To- no wonder I got bleeding to- gums. Toothpicks are horrible. Use floss or use the spray floss. But uh, like floss. I, the, the nice thing about a toothpick, about that stuff, I have one of those, um, those water picks, which yeah. is nice. Like after I eat lunch, I can quickly use one of those, but I, I have toothpicks at my desk. Cause it's just easy at my, like, but it's not easy though. Cause you might feel like you get some of it out, but all toothpicks do is both puncture your gums and just compress the stuff that's in your teeth. So you just don't notice it anymore. You're not actually getting it all out. Yeah, you know, it's That's a real problem. I, I got a real problem with back molars these days. And when you're sleep, there's nothing worse too. Pat, it's dangerous when you sleep too, of that with that meat and that stuff lingering in your back molars. Like you're moving around. Like no, people don't understand. There's a lot of things that can kill you. What, what, and I'm not what? talking about knives. I'm talking about food in the back of your teeth. And I found another dangerous food that we need to talk about. Popcorn. Popcorn is so dangerous. It gets caught on the top of your tongue. Like that's why they don't serve grilled cheese in senior homes. It could kill you because you, you, you get oh, like they don't serve it because it's very dangerous. It's hard to swallow. Popcorn is the worst. It is a day. Da- We're going to have a whole episode about this. I want to tell everybody I'm going to rank dangerous foods and popcorn is a lot higher than you think. I almost choked to death on popcorn. It is so dangerous. That's, well, a, good, that's a good tease for an upcoming show. Bet stamp, it's true though. Betstamp.app. Rob Pizzola. Tell everyone what's going on over there. Yes, BetStamp. You can visit the website, betstamp.app. You can download the app on your Android or iPhone. It's a great utility for bettors. If you always want to find the best price available uh, on the market for whatever sports books you're betting at, it's a great tool. And also, if you just want to follow some other cappers that are on there who post their picks, you can verify their history, tail them if you want to, tell them they're losers if you want to. You can do whatever you want to do, but uh, please check it out. I mean, it's a, it's a utility that I, as a pro sports better, use on a daily basis. Um, so I would highly recommend that anyone who uh, who is betting on sports gives it a look. Cam Stewart, Sports Grid. Wow. Ra- radio. Well, yeah. When I'm and- not eating off floors, I'm doing a lot of different things. I'm uh, yeah, I'm on Sports Grid. Uh, I do updates. I do shows. Me and Gabe Morancy, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern to nine o'clock tonight, and I'm back on Sunday during the NFL games at one o'clock. Uh, one o'clock with Brooklyn's finest, Kevin Walsh, the Irish. Uh, assassin yeah we go through the games and it's kind of a roller coaster ride it's been pretty good this year so far though pat always a pleasure buddy and uh yeah we'll talk about some things i have some ideas in the future to talk about uh, some more topics oh i like that yeah you you brainstorm all the more brainstorming you have to do the less i have i to just do. don't I understand have... how people don't think popcorn is dangerous <laughs> especially Fair. kettle corn i i, I actually D- I, I actually do have a question though you say you're doing the updates why are people still doing radio updates don't people have a phone that they can check the scores Yes, but I do them in a special way, Patrick. I do spreads and other things and ah. add some uh, color to the updates. I'm not some droid like some other guys on the network. Thanks, your updates. Like I get in there, we crack a couple jokes like Robert Streb's pickles for the PGA or, you know, some li- – we, we do it a little bit differently. It, I'm not going to say it's like you, a comedy you, routine. You, but- you should just launch a TikTok account and do that. Once an hour, sports updates with Cam. I, I actually idea, think that is they a really actually good pay idea. me. They pay me to do it at the station. But yeah, but you, 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 you well, listen. You start the TikTok account. I will get you paid through TikTok. Okay, I, I don't have a TikTok account. That's I'm fine. Just, we'll, just got a, we'll, 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 When we set up your BetStamp account, we'll also set up a TikTok for you yeah. as well. Okay. <laughs> that will do it. 
on the Pat Mayo experience. Rate, review, subscribe to the audio podcast. <sighs> Smash the like button for the episode and get us to 30,000 subs on YouTube. 30,000, that's step one. Step two, 300 million YouTube subs. That's going to be my next goal. We'll see how that goes. Probably not well. Anyway, you can get the cheat sheet on DKNation.com, sub to the newsletter, and use RunTheSims.com for all of your prop bets this week to simulate the slate 10,000 times and see all of the projections. All right? I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience!